Welcome to Lift Yourself Podcast. I'm your host, Laura, and I created this podcast to help you feel inspired and uplifted so you can unleash your potential self to the world. In this podcast, I talk about divine feminine energy, female empowerment, personal development, and much more. You can expect a mixture of guest interviews and solo episodes from me alongside some of my guided meditations. I'm so happy that you're joining me today. So let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the podcast or welcome to the podcast if you are brand new. My name is Laura and I am your host. Now in this week's episode, I am solo and I'm going to be sharing with you seven reasons why your dream life hasn't manifested yet. Before we get into the episode, I just thought it would be good to do a little bit of a catch up and an update with you. So I have finished or just finished my morning ritual today and I feel so good when I take the time to create space to just be connected with myself. So what I done this morning is I had a little bit of a lion for me. I got up at around 8am and usually I'm up way earlier than that and I obviously needed the sleep I guess from the past week and then I did a meditation and then I spent some time journaling I use journal prompts that I give to my clients and I could see from the prompts how much better it made me feel and how I was able to notice certain things that hold me back or preventing me from being able to take any form of aligned action and I find that when we give ourselves the opportunity, especially in the morning when we've just woken up, the time to really look at what's going on for us right now, how we're feeling and what could be limiting us or holding us back. We have the opportunity to change that narrative and that belief and then that makes us feel better, I think, because we're almost taking back a level of responsibility and power in ourselves from an empowered position because instead of feeling cloudy or unclear or a little bit heavy, we're able to put things down on paper. So journaling and meditating today have been my go-to points. And I'm also taking the day off social media. So me and the ladies who are in Free the Feminine, my group coaching course, which is currently live at the moment, we kick-started the course off with a challenge. And there were a number of different suggestions that I included and some of the other ladies included as well. So it's been really exciting for me to get involved in that. And one of the things is a social media detox. Honestly, if I think I've spoken about this a lot of times before on the podcast, but if you are a business owner or a content creator, you do tend to be on your phone a lot more. I know that if you haven't got a business or you're not a content creator, you can still go on your phone all of the time because it's a habit and we just want something to distract us or we're looking for that instant dopamine hit of scrolling, looking through the reels or looking through TikTok and we're waiting to be consuming all of this information. So I am taking the challenge today, which I'm actually very excited about to not go on Instagram, to not post anything on Instagram to not share anything consume anything and it'll be interesting to see how different it makes me feel in terms of my mindset and my creativity 
and I am considering going to a yoga class as well later today. I do have a few bits of work that I need to finish and get completed so we will just see how the day unfolds and then the other important thing I wanted to share is that this Wednesday I am hosting a workshop which is called Wealthy Wellness Witch and it is for spiritual sisters so spiritual ladies who want to go from feeling stuck in a rut and not enough to feeling vibrant and radiant the workshop is going to be two hours long and it is taking place at 7pm UK time. This workshop is honestly so exciting for me to host because it is brand new. I've never put anything together like this previously and it just feels really right to be able to guide women to come along to then be able to connect to the version of them who is feeling healthy, wealthy, breaking cycles of not feeling good enough, allowing themselves to really feel that they can glow from the inside out, like glowing from within, increasing self-confidence, their self-love and choosing to embody an abundant mindset and leaving behind fear and scarcity or at least having the tools to be able to notice when the fear and the scarcity and the lack is coming up and how they can shift away from it so it doesn't have to continue to be their story. And most importantly and probably most exciting, I mean there's a few things that are really exciting me about this workshop. One of them is we are going to be creating an aligned action game plan to help you switch up your habits and to manifest the most magnetic and successful version of you. I think it's so easy for us to feel like we're making progress and for us to think that, oh well, we're consuming all of these bits of information, surely that means that there is a change until we actually look at our own internal beliefs and our habits then we are going to see limited progress. So if you do want to come along to the workshop, you are more than welcome. It is just £33 to join. And don't worry, because if you can't make it live, there is going to be a replay. I'm going to be recording the whole of the workshop so you'll be able to watch it back in your own time. And if you can join me live, that is amazing because we will be able to interact back and forth with each other. And then if you want to go back over the workshop in your own time, then you'll have the option to be able to do that as well. So if you want to secure your spot, then all you have to do is go to the link in the description of this podcast to sign up. And if you have any questions, feel free to drop me a DM over on Instagram and I'll get back to you when I can. Okay, so let's get into today's episode, why your dream life hasn't manifested yet. The first point that I wanted to share is maybe you aren't being totally clear on what it is that you want And you're only focusing on what you don't want to happen. We're really good at knowing the things that we don't want to happen again. And the perfect example I can give with this is when we're dating someone. We often know what we don't want in a partner. We don't want someone who is emotionally unavailable. We don't want someone who's flaky. We don't want someone who isn't committed. We don't want someone who's lazy. You know, there's so many things that we can reel off when we're thinking about, oh, the type of partner that we want to attract. When we're only focusing on what we don't want, 
our brain is going to consistently show evidence to see the things that we are focusing on. So if we're always thinking about, I don't want this, I don't want this to happen, I don't want this to happen, your brain is a powerful tool and it's going to seek out and notice the things that you don't want. Now, when we think of the law of attraction and the law of vibration, which are part of the universal laws, the law of attraction states that like attracts like. So when I'm saying this as well, I do feel it's important for me to share. I'm not saying that we're going to attract all of these negative experiences. However, if we look at it from the term energetically, if we're only thinking about what we don't want to happen and we're saying out loud what we don't want to happen or what we don't want to attract, what we don't want to experience again, we're not giving our brain our subconscious mind alternative options to seek other routes through our behavior patterns and our choices so when we're able to switch up from focusing on what we don't want to focusing on what we do want and how these things will make us feel and we give that more energy and that more focus your brain your res the reticular activating system in the brain is then going to seek out ways, opportunities, ideas, people, situations that will bring you closer towards what you do want and your energy internally will shift. So from a vibrational stance, you're not going to be vibrating at a level of this is what I don't want, I don't want this, I don't want that. When you're thinking about what you do want, it's okay to recognise what you don't want. What I'm saying here is you don't want to give it so much power and emphasis. You want to be able to be super clear on the things that you do want. And if you're the type of person who really struggles with getting specific, then that's okay. Don't worry because there is such a thing called specific manifestors and non-specific manifestors. And a lot of this is linked to your human design and how you naturally manifest and create in your life. You're able to notice whether you're a specific manifester or a non-specific manifester because if you are specific, it'll be so easy for you to go super detailed around what you do want. And if you're non-specific, it'll be a little bit more of a challenge. That doesn't mean to say that you can't create things and you can't attract things because you absolutely can. It's just working with your own inner internal energetics so if you are more non-specific what I always say to my clients and what I would recommend for you to consider is instead of focusing on all the details of the things that you want to attract into your life focus on how you want to feel focus on the emotions that that is going to bring you so instead of focusing on the lack emotions the negative emotions focus on the emotions that really help you feel empowered help you feel inspired help you feel energetic because the emotions is then going to trigger and then enforce your level of inspiration like how you feel internally And when we focus on how we're feeling internally, it's going to reflect on the action steps that we take externally. So it all interlinks together really nicely. So my biggest number one tip before you move on to anything else is to focus on how you want to feel, what you do want in your life. And just another little point on this is asking yourself, being super honest is this truly what I want 
or is this what I think I should want? Is this what I feel I should want because it's what everybody, everybody else seems to want? Or it's what society expects of me? So if you ask yourself those questions and there's some resistance or there's a little bit of uncertainty, recognise that, honour that because when you're able to know is this truly what I want, is this coming from my intuition, is this coming from my soul or is this coming from the ego, the reason that this is important is because if it isn't truly your vision, if it isn't truly what you want, it's just something that you think you should want, when you do get that thing, which you will, you won't feel fulfilled, you won't feel the way in which that you thought you would feel because you've acted from a place of the ego and lack and comparison. When it's more from your intuition, from your soul, from your inner knowing, from your guidance system that is you know, connecting you to, I really want to create this, I can see myself living this life, impacting these people or having this type of relationship and in this type of money, it's so much more aligned and when you're coming from a place of alignment, you will create a lot more fulfillment and happiness in your life. Number two is kind of going off number one and it's you're not an energetic match yet. So there could still be certain life experiences, lessons and situations that the universe wants to put you through until you're an energetic match for the thing that you want. So let's break it down kind of in the mindset aspects and in the energetic aspects. I think I'm going to start with the energetic. So when I say going through life experiences and lessons, if you think of where you currently are and the things that you want are, from a vibrational stance, they're at a different frequency. So if you want to be able to attract something and be in alignment with it, we have to focus on raising our internal vibration, our inner self-worth, in order to be able to be on that same frequency of the thing that we want. Now, often in order for us to be able to shift our energy and our internal self-worth, there has to be some levels of work, self-reflection, self-awareness, experiences, you know, taking baby action steps, putting ourselves out there more, which then grow our inner self-worth. So if you want to build more confidence, the way in which that you build more confidence is taking more aligned action. It is about showing up for yourself and doing the things that you say you're going to do. And when you start small and then you build from there, the more confidence you grow, which means that your inner self-worth has more reflection to say, oh yeah, well, this is possible because I have grown in confidence. So you start to become in alignment with what it is that you want. If we are calling something in and it is feeling like it's a million miles away, it's about us then becoming the version of us that has the things that we want. So from a mindset perspective, it is simply about feeling from your mindset that this is possible. So if we aren't an energetic match, and I'm going to come on to some of these points and expand a little bit more because as I'm sharing them, it'll all make sense. Ultimately, the energy is focusing on how you're feeling internally and is it a match to what it is that you want? Number three is about having patience. 
quite often we get into this work and we think that our life should change in three months and if it's not changed in every area in three months then what is the point this is a load of rubbish I'm just going to go back to what I know because it's not possible for me it doesn't work for me it works for everyone else but it can't work for me and I laugh because we do have those thought processes it might not be a time scale of three months but we might put these pressures of 12 months or six months or two years and the reality is is that it's so important to have patience it's so important to not feel that slow sustainable growth is a bad thing and I actually feel that when we are growing slowly that is a better way I know that that might be an unpopular opinion right because we want the quick wins we want the quantum shifts and the quantum leaps in order for us to be able to get to the point where we have the quantum shifts and the quantum leaps which is when things seem to compound rapidly and you up level in a very short space of time usually what happened before an event like that occurs is there's been the mundane consistently showing up doing the work making a different decision making different choices going through the self-development tools that then form the foundations for you to be able to have the quantum shifts so having patience with yourself will then actually make the whole manifestation process so much easier because you're not putting all of this pressure and resistance onto why is it not happened yet why is it not here now maybe this isn't gonna work for me when you're able to see that it's not about you're not worthy for the thing or you're completely blocking the thing if you're doing the tools and you're doing the work it's then about having trust that it will happen have an innate belief in yourself having belief in the universe or god or whatever your faith is and whatever brings you that sense of comfort that you will be guided you will be supported and you will be met halfway so that's why it's a co-creation process we are in a society right now where we expect everything to happen straight away and it's partly because we're conditioned for that so if something doesn't take five minutes we are impatient and sometimes let's be real i want to call us out here we can become a little bit entitled and the thing is is recognizing that patience is a virtue I know that people like no no fast 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 but I'm an advocate for slow sustainable growth and I think I always will be because you're less likely when things happen and they compound to then lose it all and for it to slip away because you've shifted internally your belief system your self-image your paradigm has altered so your mindset has shifted so you're you're more likely to just continue to grow and I think instead of putting a pressure that these manifestations need to be here right now you trust and you release and when honestly when you release that resistance and that expectation or level of entitlement and you focus your energy as I mentioned on what you do want how you want to feel raising your vibration things are going to happen a lot quicker than you realize which is funny isn't it that when we let go of the pressure 
things tend to come to us a lot more. Number four is switch up your routine. So when you're clear on what you want, when you know that there's a certain level and version of you that is out there that is possible, you've got to think of the type of routines and the type of habits that this version of you would have. And this is this is a point where I think a lot of people struggle and then they put it down to not being disciplined enough. And it's not that you're not disciplined enough. It is absolutely possible for us to all embody certain practices and rituals and disciplines that is going to help us grow in life. We often then put this pressure that we have to do all of these things the next day. So it's kind of, I want to manifest this particular experience so the version of me who would have that would be doing xyz okay so tomorrow i'm going to do xyz straight away and if we set the benchmark too high and we don't meet the expectations we then make that mean we're a failure we then make that mean we're not good enough so when you're able to lower the expectations a little bit to the point where it feels so easy like oh this isn't even challenging me because then your brain goes oh I can do something else I can do something more and it's kind of like you're tricking yourself to raise your own game because it feels so resistant free that you want to naturally feel inspired to raise raise your game more and you're like actually I can do this I can wake up a little bit earlier and I can meditate and I can spend time where I'm reflecting and journaling on how I'm feeling these are all of the different behavior patterns that are then going to compound and before you're before you know it you'll have a completely different routine and also about remembering that there will be days with your discipline levels and with your routines where you're not going to feel as inspired to do it as some days there might be certain periods especially you know if you are a lady which I'm sure you probably are but I don't want to make an assumption that we go through cycles and seasons and sometimes when we are ovulating when we are going through our inner winter we aren't as energized we aren't as inspired to get up and go to the gym in the morning and we might feel that we prefer the idea of staying in bed and it's recognizing that okay there might be certain points that you've been working so hard you've been pushing the gas you've been showing up you've been doing all of the things and knowing in yourself like okay do I deserve a rest day is it time to rest because if we rest then we're able to come back stronger or is it a point of well I just noticed that I'm creating a little bit more resistance or maybe a little bit more excuses how can I shift this instead of thinking oh well I was actually on fire last week and then this week I've kind of feel like I'm I'm coming off track or I don't feel as inspired it's how you're able to use that self-discipline, how you're able to, you know, connect with why you're doing this and that will then give you your own levels of inspiration and motivation and drive to continue to do it. So what we want to focus on with the routines is we're not just doing it for seven days and then that's that. We don't just want to do the inner work for three months and then that's that. It's how it shifts your lifestyle who you naturally are and then that's going to 
reflect on the reality that you start to attract how you show up naturally and how you just radiate outwardly into the world number five is imposter syndrome now when you have followed these steps and you are switching up your routines your action steps your belief systems all of the things and your reality starts to shift you start to see some opportunities come your way you start to see things beginning to grow you start to feel a little bit different imposter syndrome is this sneaky little thing (laughs) that crops up that can really hinder your growth and your ability to manifest the things that you want fully because we start to have this level of fear and doubt that maybe we're not good enough maybe I'm not ready yet maybe I need a little bit more time what if people find out that I'm not that good and we start to then really doubt ourselves we start to feel that we're not worthy enough and the imposter syndrome is so common it honestly is more than you realize and it's interesting because when we have these thoughts that come up that make us feel that maybe we aren't ready yet or maybe we need a little bit more time like they're the thoughts that then hold us back if you think about it and whenever we're going through a period of feeling that we're an imposter that we're a fraud that we are going to be exposed that is usually when you're on an up level or you're going through an up level because you're doing something that's different you're doing something that is new that is energetically on a higher frequency to where you've been so naturally your subconscious your ego is wanting to protect you and how is it going to protect you by bringing you back to where you were because it's familiar because it's safer and when it feels safer it's then it doesn't feel as scary and the ego's job is to just keep us safe the ego isn't bad I don't feel because we need the ego it stops us from walking out into the middle of a busy road and getting hit by a car because we have a sense of awareness of okay that's danger so I'm going to avoid that now the ego is just trying to do its job when you are doing something different in your life whatever that is it could be that you are going on dates with different men and maybe you've had experiences in the past that haven't been positive for you with with dating and then when you meet someone who is feeling really aligned they are everything that you were wanting that you were calling in and you start to then question oh is this is this real is this possible am I good enough for this thing because it's so different to what I've experienced before and it can be the same with money as well with wealth so if we've always attracted a certain amount of money every single month into our life you know since we started earning money and then all of a sudden we begin to earn more money more wealth and we don't feel used to it we then start to think oh is this is this possible for me can I continue to hold this amount of money and this is where the thought processes come in around the imposter syndrome now number six leads on really nicely from this because it's the beliefs that we hold 
So if we're holding these beliefs internally that maybe things aren't possible for us, maybe things aren't good, we're not good enough for these certain things, these beliefs are usually deep-rooted, they're usually within the subconscious mind. So we're often consciously saying, I'm ready to to manifest or I'm ready to embody you know, this version of me. But if we're holding these internal beliefs that do make us question, or oh, maybe I'm not ready, maybe this is impossible for me. If you think of the power of the mind, the mind's then going to reflect all of the reasons why that is true. And also as well, if we think of the beliefs being held within the subconscious, that is, I see the subconscious as as the body and the embodiment pieces of the person that we're stepping into is so vital because it's not just about the mindset I mean of course the mindset work is key but it's how we feel safe up leveling in the body because if we don't feel safe if we don't create a method and a way of settling and calming the nervous system we're going to continue to have this sense of this doesn't feel good to me and then we start to create meanings and narratives to things that aren't entirely true. Now, the reason that these this, the imposter syndrome and the beliefs that we're telling ourselves are so important to focus on is because when you're able to do that, you're noticing your own patterns, you're noticing the things that are reoccurring and coming up. And then number seven is self-sabotage. So if we are in this place where we've manifested maybe on small levels maybe we have begun to grow and we've begun to see some changes in our life the self-sabotage usually begins to happen when we truly internally don't feel worthy of it and we start to act differently in our behaviors we start to ignore red flags we start to go back to be old behavior patterns So a classic with this is you embark on your self-development journey, you begin to implement all of these tools, maybe you're really prioritising your wellness, you're really changing what you're consuming, you're creating space for you, you start to feel so much better, you feel different, you feel that there's a sense of shift occurring in your life and it feels good and the self-sabotage starts to happen when you begin to stop doing the things that got you to where you are or where you were because the progress that you've made has then resulted in things in your reality compounding and changing. So if we feel this sense of imposter syndrome, the beliefs that we're holding is that we're not good enough or that we're not worthy enough or that we aren't disciplined enough, we're then going to self-sabotage before we've even connected with the manifestations in our dream life with the version of us who is embodying that day-to-day. So when you're able to notice your own patterns, this is when you can make the change. So these three points are really interlinked. I wanted to put them separate because they are very, they are different, but they do all play a part when it comes to being able to make a change in your life. So the final thing that I wanted to share to conclude this episode is if you notice your behaviour patterns in any of these points or maybe all of the points, understanding that that is okay and it is perfectly normal. So you're able to change 
when you know better when you know better you can do better so when you can see certain areas of your life in the past or could even be recently where there's been imposter syndrome where there's been certain beliefs that make you feel that you're not good enough or there has been self-sabotage where you've gone back to your old behavior patterns and ways the opportunity is there to be able to change it you can then seize the opportunity to make a different decision also don't forget if you do want to join me this wednesday at 7 p.m for wealthy wellness switch i would absolutely love to see you there we are going to be going into so much and if you want to create the space where you can really begin to reflect and journal and release and receive some guidance from me around these different areas like i've touched on throughout the episode you want to up level your wellness routines attract more levels of abundance and begin to improve your habits then this workshop is 100% for you the link to sign up is in the description of this episode so I hope that you enjoyed this episode thank you so much for listening if you did then please be sure to share this episode with a friend who you think would benefit from listening And don't forget to take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and add it to your stories. Tag me, let me know that you've listened, your biggest takeaway, what you really enjoyed about the episode. And if you're feeling really generous, then feel free to leave a review on the podcast over on the stars, on Spotify or on Apple, because that really does help boost the algorithm and the growth of the podcast. And it helps people like you see whether this podcast is going to be something that can help them. I hope you have a gorgeous rest of your day wherever you are in the world. And I will speak to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Lift Yourself Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe. And if you would like to see more content from me, follow me on Instagram at underscore lauralifts underscore. If you're feeling generous, give this podcast a review on the Apple Podcast app as it will help this podcast get in front of more people who need to hear this content. Thank you so much for listening. I am so, so grateful to have you with me and I'm really looking forward to speaking to you next time.